Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason. I'm originally from sunny California and now living in beautiful, sunny Beijing. Today with me is Alex. Hello, everyone. This is Alex Shu. I am from the beautiful northeast part of China. I was going to say I'm in very sunny, beautiful Beijing as well today. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. So, from fake presidents to copies of you and your loved ones, deepfakes are changing our world, but now we are seeing the rise of the virtual influencer. Mm. According to CNN, Jesse Young and Guy Wan Bay, the future of celebrity is digital. And I got to tell you, these ageless celebrities look as real as you and me. Mm. But does that mean anyone can be copied? If so, does a picture tell a thousand words or is it just a fake? So I wanted to start really quickly because this article that I just mentioned, it's called Forever Young, Beautiful and Scandal Free, <laughs> The Rise of South Korea's Virtual Influencers. And so what's really interesting is they what they do is actually not entirely digital. A lot of these celebrities are a mm. woman who's an actress, and then they superimpose a very similar but beautified face over her that can be played by many yeah. different actresses in the future, that that person doesn't age, this imaginary person. And then they adjust her voice, and they use some AI to imagine what she's saying. So the actress is actually not even saying mm. all the things that the AI decides that the influencer will say. It is so bizarre. If it didn't sound bizarre to you after that description, if <laughs> I'm just, if you really think about it. So what this is really is, is that it's someone that has your face, but it's enhanced, but it'll never talk like you <laughs> or act like you, you know? You become the like, skeleton. Well, am I, am, I, am I dead or alive? Yeah, yeah. You become <laughs> yeah, exactly. the skeleton for someone else <laughs> to exist. Yeah. But you know what's really interesting is like celebrities do get in trouble. And so a lot of times when we ha really like a celebrity, I can think of one in my mind that I was like, oh, and I was a really big fan. And then they, I found out terrible, terrible things that they had done in their real life. And it was like that celebrity for me is ruined now. Yeah. I, I would love to talk about my <laughs> my thoughts about idols and your heroes, your heroes that you've lost. No, my <laughs> idols and celebrities, you know what I think about them. It might be a little different, but the, mm, the fact mm. that this this virtual idol comes out of South Korea and the fact that the title mm. of the article is scandal free is somehow a little bit ironic because mm -hmm, the mm. whole fan culture around the idols in South Korea is a little bit over the top. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It's BTS not, love is global, uh, Alex. That's global. all fine. That's all fine. But one thing for a lot of idols in um in Korea, and here's the thing: like if you're mm. an actor and you're singer, you don't belong to this idol series. You know, like people's expectations of you are different. If you start dating someone, if you get married, you know, people would be like, "Oh, we'll feel a little sore, like a little sour inside." That's what we mm. say. But mm. we will let you go on and have your life. But if you're an idol <laughs> and you started dating, they're gonna judge um, whoever you're dating really it's brutally. Not, it's not judged. They will end your career. <laughs> wow. So this is like okay. So the the company's like, we want to make idols, but now we're gonna make idols who will never get married if we don't want them. But to. it's really bizarre too like are people really 
I want I want the numbers and I don't have them. Are people really going to switch from real people to digital people? Like maybe I'm just too old to understand, but this is something the youth are doing. I think this is too old for both of us. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a new thing. So do you heard about the Japanese gentleman who married yeah. his waifu? So like he has dolls of her all over yeah. his house. How can you marry a person that's not a real person? I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound judgmental right there, but I guess I'm just a little more traditional than not marrying people. I mean, not even a marrying, I guess people. People marry different. I've seen this news of this American gentleman married his car. So, <laughs> it's a beautiful it's, car. Sorry, sir. Exactly. It's so it's so attractive. I have to marry yeah, it. Whatever the pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard about virtual idols actually many 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 years ago. I think it was still in college when I heard about virtual idols. But back then it was just mm. sort of projected uh, image on stage testing and dance you know that was fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they can be yeah. 3d yeah i've seen that actually in japan they'll have like auditoriums yes. with like a hundred thousand people show up to like watch a digital singer so maybe i am wrong maybe this is really happening i think i think we're talking about the same group or the same video yeah at least. yeah yeah but back then i was like okay you know you show up to a, a concert and you're listening to their music and you want to see the performance and it's like okay my it's like watching anime characters dancing on stage okay that's mm. cool but i didn't know how big this has got so one day at work mm -hmm. i saw people on the internal chatting platform mm. i just started seeing really angry posts and i was like i can't really make out what they're talking about and they're saying how can this company do this to her the horror is like i start reading because there's so many people posting about it and i am naturally nosy <laughs> so i was like who is this group i don't know this group and people were like oh a soul a soul i was like who is a soul <laughs> and i went to look it up and it was a virtual group that have been or at that wow. point um that had been doing live streaming performances <laughs> and the company that owns the group decided to take a different turn with the lead vocalist <laughs> and i was like hold on so <laughs> what i don't know did they change his hair or something they somehow took her off of the live streaming and I was really like baffled mm. at the moment. It's not it's like they're really real people, you know, they're decided by the company, you know, whatever they Yeah, do. yeah. So instead so, of scandal free, it's not the scandal of the individual. It's, it's now the scandal of the company. Of the company. That makes them. Yeah. Wow. And that's that's like, amazing. Why are people mad about this? <laughs> you know, I think we're on the same page about how to feel about these virtual idols. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, there are so many other things that I want to talk about the positives before we get into all the negatives of deepfaking. <laughs> I was recently invited to have a deepfake made of me what? because I I'm do vlogging and I, yeah, I didn't go. I actually didn't go. We thought it better of it because we don't want exact duplicates of me that can say and look like me out there in like the digital world existing. Mm. But they offered to make a copy of me so that it could talk like me and look like me and what? This is something that normal people can just go do now. If you have the money or the interest, you can go and get digital copies of yourself <laughs> and then AI will make it say things that you didn't necessarily intend to say. And so people are actually copying themselves and putting them in metaverses now. So you can have a copy of yourself in the metaverse that looks almost exactly, you know, like 99.99% like you as your avatar in your, you know, alternate personality reality. I think it's bizarre. But also think about this. One of the futures of this is... Um, 
watch a movie yeah. be the star of the movie you're watching. Oh my god, that would make me so happy. <laughs> yeah, you're like the action figure, you know, <laughs> jumping off of the moving truck onto the bridge. It's you. You're watching you as the main act actor this, in a movie. This, this possibility is giving me infinite joy, right? <laughs> <laughs> or you could be it could be even more like John Malkovich, you know, you could mm. be everyone in the movie but just dress oh. differently and like different versions of yourself or you and your friends could all be the characters in a movie oh my god it will be the it would make the best halloween <laughs> you know halloween game just very quickly jason if you could choose to mm -hmm. be in a movie in an existing movie as a lead character who would you be oh my gosh that's a really <laughs> tough call i have no idea something star wars or star trek the captain of the enterprise or something yeah okay oh yeah why not be me calling the shots engage oh also <laughs> am i talking to the real jason <laughs> you're listening to the bridge I want to share some fan mail that we got from Chun Ning Fu. This is an email. I'm not going to give their email out, but they said in it, <laughs> I also love Alex. I don't know how to spell her name, correctly or not. Her pronunciation is beautiful and she's so resourceful. It gives me a feeling False. that Alex knows everything. Haha. <laughs> -ha. She's so good at describing and explaining Aww. things. So there's a very long email, but I just wanted to share that. Um, today's question, we want you guys to email us. We really, really want to read your ideas on our show. So today's question for our listeners is, what do you think about deepfakes? <laughs> fun? Fun or frightening? Email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. That's W-E-L-O-V-E-T-H-E-B-R-I-D-G-E -E -E at gmail.com. Welovethebridge at gmail.com. You can write your response or you can send us an audio file. If we really like your audio file, we'll play it on the show. Yes, I have heard some of the audio files that our listeners sent through and it's really, trust me, when they're like, we love the bridge because it helps me learn English. And I was like, I think your English is good enough. You don't need to learn anymore because your pronunciation is great. So, you know, other things that are also interesting or is that in the metaverse, mm. not only could you be somewhere because the, the advertisements for the metaverse are well known now. You can go attend a concert in Dubai with your friend in London when you're in Beijing. Yeah. And all of you can be in like digitally at the concert where you would actually be physically represented like by 3D imaging. And so you could actually go to concerts in other parts of the world and imagine that but instead of a cartoon version of yourself you look like you that's one of the things about deepfakes also have you seen the tom cruise on instagram du duplicate um i don't think so so there is a guy who looks very similar to tom cruise and had been practicing making his mannerisms and smile and facial expressions and stuff he joined up with another with a company that does deepfakes and the two of them really brought the technology to the next level now there's a tom Tom Cruise on Instagram. The real Tom Cruise is not on Instagram, by the way. What? And he looks exactly like Tom Cruise. He sounds like Tom Cruise and he smiles like Tom Cruise and he moves like Tom <laughs> That's Cruise. That's creepy on so and many like, different levels. And, but, you know, but he like drinks like lattes and talks about the weather and smiles. You know, he does innocent things because apparently he's gotten permission from Tom Cruise to keep doing this. What's the, so, what's the purpose? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I'm very curious. I think for them, it's about pushing it 
it to the next level for the technology and for is the. Is this an investment for the future Mission Impossible <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a really good point. We could just have Tom Cruise forever, a thousand Ooh. years from now. It's like Mission Impossible three hundred and seventeen. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> oh, but what all the people that love Mission Impossible? Oh. I mean, I'm not. I, I think Mission Impossible is okay. I watch it, but I'm not like you know. It's not my centerpiece yeah. of my movie watching or whatever. I did watch the new top gun where tom cruise actually flew a fighter jet mm, mm. apparently he does fly fighter jets yeah he does and so i'm like what's the point of making another copy of him that could do things because there's nothing that tom cruise can't do already he can do everything <laughs> well eventually he's gonna be you know it's really weird what is he like 55 60 he's, he looks he's like, like he's 60, 40 right he's in his 60. He's, he, he looks younger than me i hate it <laughs> i mean i will i will say that in 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 uh the new top gun they give him a little bit more oh he's 60 mm, years old exactly mm. I don't hate him. Yeah, you can actually see his age a little he bit. He seems very charming. Okay, I yeah. need to stop this. I know I do this sometimes. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know about this person. But yeah, if you put Tom, if you put Tom Cruise right in front of me, I'll be like... Hi, Tom. <laughs> I, I still lab out sometimes a little bit, even though I'm not a huge like uh, Tom Cruise fan. I watch the videos about Tom Cruise on YouTube and stuff. Apparently, he's a really nice guy. I, I've, I've read yeah. that. I've read that as well. Him, Keanu Reeves, Tom Hanks, they're all like very, very nice people, very chill people. Hmm. Um, the only thing that's not nice about them being nice and chill is that they haven't been nice and chill with me yet. Oh. So. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it's really interesting because a lot of people, it seems like when they go online. So if you go to Reddit, it automatically wants to make you set up a fake digital version of yourself that doesn't look anything like you and you've seen yeah. avatar obviously everyone in the world has seen avatar and it's about these aliens who look similar to ourselves but not like us <laughs> so are people really going to want deep fakes or they want to just start there and then like turn ourselves into something else in the meta here's a question if you if and when the metaverse becomes something that is enticing to normal people mm. will you go as alex or will you go as like a dragon <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how would you be representing Represented. What would your avatar be, I'm Alex? I'm a tiger. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I've tried different types of apps that exist in the metaverse mm -hmm. where you have to make an avatar for mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. I found myself to be subconsciously making it a little bit more like me, but it'll be an improvement. <laughs> oh, wow. See, <laughs> this me. is another big problem about like the uh, the digital avatars. They don't age. Yeah. They're they're perfect. They could eat McDonald's have, every day if, and not gain weight. Yeah, if they have flaws, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure it works that way. But if they have flaws, they're strategic flaws to make improve them and actually make them prettier. You've ever heard of uh, Uncanny Valley, this term? Uncanny Valley? No. So you have some people who try to look non-human. Mm -hmm. And you have some, you know, you have deep fakes that are trying to look more and more human. And in between, they have something we that is called by experts in this field, not me. Uncanny Valley. Mm. And Uncanny Valley is where something doesn't look quite right. So it can be a real person who has had facial surgery so many times yeah. or in such a way that they don't look quite right. Mm -hmm. And it can also be a deep fake that is really close to looking like Obama, for example, yeah. but doesn't look quite right. And so you can tell the human brain is very sophisticated mm -hmm. and it can say, there's something not normal about what I'm seeing yeah. here. And so that is called Uncanny Valley. But where we are with deepfakes is they can actually replicate people almost like the Tom Cruise thing is seriously, you have to see it. It's it's unbelievably good. This opens <laughs> all kinds of problems up. Can people be replicated against their will? That is absolutely a no, I think. 
ethnically. No, I mean, you're saying legally or ethically, but they can, in fact, right? Technically or theoretically. I think we're talking about when we talk about deep fake, it's putting your face and making your face Mm -hmm. do or say things that Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be, you know, commanded by your will. It's what we call making deep fake against people's will. I guess that is, but that's one thing. It's about people being created mm-hmm. if it's about having another copy of yourself i think that's mm-hmm. different matter and if we're talking about a latter one it's absolutely it has to be done even technically from the very limited knowledge of how that's done you will have to have the information of this person um a lot of the posts that she, he or she makes on social media mm. uh things that this person has used to do talking to all of its relatives all of uh, his or her friends mm-hmm. people that work with them because when you're talking about copying another person mm-hmm. i assume you're copying the conscious of the other person as well no 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 i mean that's another issue we should talk about absolutely but i'm also talking about okay let's say alex is a politician <laughs> she runs i don't know alex's stand or something right yeah and alex's stand has some political movement or whatever to like do something like cut all the trees down and, <laughs> and alex is against that but someone makes a, absolutely a digital copy of alex a deep fake and then th- we get that one to say yes chop all the trees oh, down God. right yeah so like we can literally make politicians say things that are not what they want to say or we can say get celebrities to have scandals <laughs> when they're not involved in scandals you could theoretically copy people's face their identity yeah. well enough yeah that you could actually get them in trouble for saying things they didn't so this is actually from an article by Joseph Foley, 18 deepfakes, deepfake examples that terrified and amused the internet. Oh, let's see. So one is Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. So they copied Tom Holland's face and put it on Tobey Maguire. <laughs> so that in the original Spider-Man, it was now Tom Holland. We don't want any memory of Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I, I don't know where that comes from. I'm not sure, but that sounds like there's history there. Yeah, I think that's why they did it. Is that is that because of that poker? movie there were some scandals or something around mm. toby Maguire. i guess on, on this show we have no opinion about toby Maguire because there's some fans out there that are going to be upset yeah uh, okay so <laughs> i did see this and i thought this was shocking you have to go on youtube and watch this Ooh. you know the shining have you seen the shining yes yes and, i love it yeah have you seen the shining where they took a bunch <laughs> of the most famous parts and put jim carrey in there instead oh my god it is insanely accurate looking i'm it imagining like- it and i think it's gonna i know it's gonna look it's great. scarier than the original actually really? jim <laughs> because Carrey's it's like this right? because jim carrey is this like charismatic fun yeah. happy oh, you know oh guy God. when he's like looking up and saying totally creepy things it's really <laughs> it's, it's really scary it really is he has the opposite personality but then they make it look just like you him. are right there are a bunch of different ones on the internet so uh yeah enjoy that our fans you need to see this if you've seen the shining and you know who jim carrey is you must see the shining starring jim carrey you are right it's more horrifying when the perfect happy person around you turns out to be the biggest psychopath or not even real you're listening to the bridge a donald trump joins breaking bad so <laughs> it's, it's as funny as it sounds
So they actually take him and put him in there. And he went as as uh, and, uh, as, as Saul Goodman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Oh my sense. god. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh I didn't god. mean that. <laughs> I mean, maybe the hair makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> well, you did see the Obama one, right? That was super famous in America, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did it deliberately. So they went on stage, and it wasn't that good at that time. I think it was not as advanced as it is now. But they made a copy of Obama, and it was like saying a bunch of things. But it turns out it was just a comedian with Obama's face superimposed on him. And he's just saying very, you know, funny things. They weren't trying to get him in trouble for a lot of people in the audience that day. They were actually think they thought they were looking at Obama. So oh, wow. and that was before it, this technology has gotten really, really good. Mm. Let's see. I don't know a lot of these, but they had Salvador Dali come back to life. And if you've seen the new Star Wars movies, right, you saw that they copied a couple of characters, right? Yeah, I think so. So Princess Leia came back to life as her younger self because they used her permission from her and her family to put her back into Star Wars. I love that moment, but also just there's just slight creepiness about it. <laughs> yeah, and there's another, I can't remember the name of the Admiral. All the Star Wars fans are out there going to realize that I'm not a real Star Wars fan now. <laughs> there was like a, uh, a an Admiral in Star Wars Episode 1, and they brought him back and made a duplicate. I don't know if they got how they got permission to do that or not, because I think you should get permission from families and stuff or for lost relatives. Absolutely. But they brought him back to life, and he was actually uh, played his own character with the voice and everything. There were several scenes with him. It wasn't just like once. It was like a lot. Yeah. And everyone around him is a real human it's, being. Just, interacting with there's him. another movie in chinese it's called like the twin mm -hmm. killer or the gemini mm -hmm. killer something it's a it's a will smith mm. movie oh yeah yeah gemini yeah where he gemini yeah, and he also played his own son in that movie oh oh okay. oh did i did i spoil <laughs> totally did spoil it right <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding oh, i'm just kidding but yeah they did something to his face so that that has gone beyond motion capture because motion capture only leads to like a you know a 3d model mm. In, in those 3D animation movies. But this is like mm -hmm. real live action. And this is a different person, even though that the time that you see his face is very limited. But still, I was like, it's it's an amazing job. And it, it just creeps me out when they were looking at, mm. at each other at the end. I mean, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But they also have <laughs> taken this technology to make a lot of actors and actresses younger. <laughs> so they get like uh, in Tron Legacy, mm -hmm. they take the original actor and they make him a much younger version of himself. Jeff. Bridges? Mm. I can't remember. Actually, I'm not sure of the name. But um, they, they make him his younger self so he can play in a scene that takes place in a different time. Mm. And that, that's been taking place a lot. But you're familiar with what augmented reality yes. is supposed to become, yeah. right? So augmented reality, for those of you who are not exactly sure, is where eventually they'll take metaverse stuff and your real life and combine them so that when you're in walking around, you'll have glasses on or whatever, and you'll see things in the real Real world that are only digital yeah but like a friend your friend in dubai is suddenly standing next to you and you can see and hear them and they're walking down the street with you maybe someone will walk through them. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but um imagine you want your friend to look differently maybe because it's an inside joke wow, or okay. because whatever you could actually make your friend you could augment, you could change, deep fake your friend and make them look like an actor or an actress wow. or like a funny, goofy character from a movie or like a cartoon. They could become like a Tom or Jerry from Tom and Jerry <laughs> and be walking next to you, but talking and saying the same things that they're saying in Dubai. <laughs> so like you could actually augment your friends. I love you as a friend, but it'd be 
so much better if you're an actual cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a walking, talking cat, but you're my friend. Yeah. yeah. They could do that to you or you like you could be in a room full of people and you could share that or each one of you could customize each other and only you would see them as their different selves. There are endless like permutations and possibilities with I mean, I wonder if, if The Sims is going to go into the, you know, the game. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if The Sims is going to go into making this part of what they offer. And instead of just kind of generic characters that you have in the game, you can actually have people that look like people around you or celebrities. Yeah, exactly. All your friends could be Bruce Willis. You could just have a room full of <laughs> Bruce Willis's. <laughs> Or whoever. We'll have the we'll have the expandable squad. Yeah, imagine if you're at a party, you like BTS, suddenly you're at a party, everyone is a member of BTS. I wonder if it's gonna take the excitement away when you meet the real BTS, because you're gonna spend a lot of energy figuring out whether it is the real <laughs> BTS. Or maybe in the future there won't be BTS because they will all digitally deepfake themselves and then stay young forever, and then you'll meet them, you won't even know it's them because their older self won't look like their younger avatar anymore. Like walking with our walking stick and be like oh it's it's bts oh i really liked you guys when i was young <laughs> wow okay so you could also be a celebrity obviously that goes without saying you've there's a lot of movies that play on this theme now and mm. a lot of people are getting into the idea you know it seems like every time new technology is about to become pervasive yeah or ubiquitous with life you see it in, in entertainment which is a good sign that it's almost here you know there used to be movies actually i'll myself well, i guess i won't be dating myself i'll be dating jules verne when i was a little boy i read from the earth to the moon which was written i think in the 1860s mm. i'm a, i'm pretty sure 1860s 1870s so like 100 years later people are going to the moon so you know when sci-fi says oh this is something that's coming oftentimes that's what reality becomes yeah so we're looking around at all these movies where deep fakes are a reality now we have that reality starting to come into our real life yeah for some reason the thing that i'm scared about deep fake the most when i first heard about this technology it was very inspiring it was super admiring because you could actually save a lot of time and energy on making for example 3d animations and like we, we've discussed for the past half an hour mm. there's so many possibilities that this technology could bring but also for some reason for the darkness inside of my heart the first <laughs> thought that i had it was like oh my god what if like someone was abducted actually but then they put a oh, deep wow. fake video out and be like hey everybody i have safely returned to my place i am oh, fine wow <laughs> that is a scary thought I, I think you just wrote this story for a movie <laughs> i know and, like and then all the uh, scientists working in deep fake are going to come and fight me <laughs> <laughs> well you know i was actually thinking about another negative that's i mean obviously copying a politician saying something like war is broken out and like scaring the heck out of people mm. that's a real problem but i mean th then this has been discussed but you know one of the problems with ageless beauty or perfect you know uh avatars that already exist that you know we, uh -huh. we already see that there are real women who are exceptionally sought after their beauty is exceptionally in the middle of the bell curve where everyone is looking for it <laughs> and then you see young girls who are teens trying to desperately look like them not succeeding not being that model of female yeah they have their own unique style of appearance and they hate themselves for not looking like their favorite celebrities or the way that magazines tell them to be is it going to be worse when every celebrity is <sighs> flawless or 
media is going to sculpt on even more unreasonably attractive women that no one can look like. Are all women going to, and men too, this occurs to everyone. So are men going to, there's an unachievable level of beauty because companies will decide what beauty is, which they already do to some extent. It's just going to be magnified. I mean, there's always going to be a huge lag when it comes to the application of a new technology. And I wonder, and I have I have faith and I know that there's always going to be moral and ethical committee, like ethics committee for every new technology to make Mm -hmm. sure that... In every country differently. Yeah, if there is a significant new application of this technology, it has to be reviewed by the ethics committee so that it doesn't go against humanity, doesn't go against the world Mm. uh, and cause havoc. But they're like, oh, you know, we will make sure that we label these people, these celebrities as virtual celebrities or celebrities done with this technology to warn people i really don't know how much that is going to do or if there's any way to really stop people from doing what jason um just said going for going after this really unrealistic kind of beauty standard because when i said you laughed earlier but when i said oh they could eat mcdonald's all day and not gain any weight that could totally be you know if there is i mean yeah theoretically you know, like but- oh we're gonna have them work for mcdonald's and they're gonna eat mcdonald's oh right right yeah so they could just be sitting there horfing there are already limitations in some countries Mm. on eating videos which is really bizarre but you know it makes sense yeah because some some people have been going on the internet and like just eating all the time yeah and that that's their video so this is actually (laughs) i mean we're not talking about some guy eating a cheeseburger we're talking about a guy eating like 10 cheeseburgers oh not those oh god yeah so like this is a real thing and so people at home are actually like i can do that and they're making they're hurting themselves they're like actually causing physical damage to their body eating in incredibly unhealthy ways because monkey see monkey do people copy these videos and that it causes harm. It's like there was a a challenge on TikTok in America where people were standing on crates and they were like trying to stand on as many crates stacked as high as they could. And people were falling and breaking their necks and stuff. Oh God, people need to know that you can just do whatever you see on the internet. I don't know how else (laughs) to to convey this idea to everybody. Yeah, the problem is, you know, as an adult, like you see that and you're like, wow, that's stupid. But some teens like, well, I could do that. (laughs) So... The problem is young people have not had the chance to realize that some things are dangerous and like that's not a good idea to copy that. You're listening to The Bridge. So if you could have an avatar and you could exist in another world, I think I would want to probably start out out like myself, like boring, like Mark Zuckerberg's advertisements, just like a really goofy looking version of myself. (laughs) I don't know, something later. Maybe could sometimes have a beard, sometimes not. What about you? Your avatar. Uh And and if you could choose to look like anything or anybody, an actor, an actress. From history. I had this weird obsession with Mila Kunis. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. I don't know why, but I was watching Friends with Benefits and I really, I wanted to dress like her. I wanted to use the same Sony phone that she used. Wow. Yeah. Uh, is this your, like your teenage self or are you talking about now? Not <laughs> <laughs> This is 
This is um twenty. Mm-hmm. I think the movie came out in twenty twelve or something. It's probably around like twenty thirteen, fourteen when I was super obsessed with her. But if you want to ask me mm-hmm. who I want to look like, I think Mila Kunis is really perfect. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm still kind of confined in the similarities between people. I was like, I look at Mila Kunis. I'm like, at least we both have brunette black hair. You know, I'm like, if you want me to think about mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. celebrities, I was like, oh well, but they're blonde. <laughs> Actually, point out a really good example. This is not exactly about digital avatars, but she's in a movie called Jupiter Ascending. Mm. Is that what it's called? And in that movie, there are aliens who, people who are mm. able to live forever, basically. So they're thousands of years old and they look young. I guess they're, they're like 25-year-old yeah. selves forever. I guess Mila Kunis has already kind of been in a, a movie that kind of covers a similar ethical question to the questions that we're talking about today Mm. so like do you want you know i think personally i'm sorry mark hamill i don't mean to pick on you (laughs) mark hamill i think he was okay looking when he was young but for whatever reason i think he looks better as an older like guy some people are like that some people are like that. not like sexy or anything sorry mark (laughs) but i think he looks like a really cool interesting person you would want to hang out with and meet yeah so i would hate it if everyone just started trying to look young and we had a world full of like movies with young people in them because some people look cool and interesting as older people yeah and i'm I'm gonna say something that's a little not philosophical but it might sound a little cheesy it's like you know if we don't know Mm. the fact deep down or subconsciously that this person's gonna be old are we gonna really appreciate this person's youth (laughs) wow that you know that reminds me of the cherry blossom uh concept in japan where like the cherry tree is pretty yeah but it is only absolutely resplendently beautiful just as the cherry blossoms are at their prime and they just start to fall from the tree. And that is like supposed to be like the perfect moment for the cherry blossoms. And it's reflected in their idea of age and beauty, where like there's a point in time in people's lives where they're at their peak beauty. But I don't necessarily agree with that. <laughs> I think, I think pe- people have different kinds of beauty at different ages. Yeah. And so like, you know, that's true. The old woman who's got gray hair, like there's something not romantic in the like, you know, I love you romance, but there's something romantic about that idea of that person's wisdom. And like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want everyone to look young. I think it would freak me out if everyone looked young. Absolutely. Did you love uh, Devil West? Wears Prada. <laughs> I did like Devil's Wears Prada, but I didn't wa- like it because of the older lady played by Meryl Streep. I, yeah, Meryl Streep. She scared me. <laughs> she was like the worst <laughs> boss you could imagine. It's like boss, terrible bosses on like times ten. It was so scary. <laughs> <laughs> like let me let me triple the, I like oh, the I movie. Love that movie i saw the movie like three times but i probably I mean, watch it more than three times wow. and yeah i thought it was really really yeah. good but you know i w- her character was really terrifying to me like i mean i understand that she was being tough because she was trying to toughen up her protege but like i also got the idea that it was just like that's not that's just a little mean <laughs> <laughs> a little that's a little too much you're listening to the bridge One of the ideas that is concerning people is like digitally copying other ethnicities. Yeah. So before we get into that specifically, one of the things I already try to do when I'm on Twitter or other platforms where, you know, you use uh, memes, yeah. like GIFs, you use GIFs. It's GIF, not GIF. Everybody, <laughs> by the way, it stands for graphic. Okay. So in that, I think it's really important and I pay a lot of attention to it, not to use mm. GIFs of people who are not my own ethnicity. I think that's 
it crossing a line where you're kind of stealing from someone's entire ethnicity. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pretend I think it's totally inappropriate. So now you have the opportunity. So I think Denzel Washington's an incredible actor. But is it appropriate for me to deep fake Denzel Washington and go around being using him as my avatar? No. What do you think? What do you think? Alex? I mean, it's if we're taking it, if we scale it back a little bit, if we're not doing deep mm. fake, if we're just talking about mm. avatars and there or even profile pictures. Mm on a larger scale people use celebrity photos all the time mm -hmm. you know and, and i'm pretty sure there are people that are off different ethnicities for using denzel washington or you know uh the late kobe bryant all of these people as their profile pictures then when it goes to um making a virtual avatar and like what's the line can i what if i could use their photo as my avatar why can i use their <laughs> um as my profile photo i'm gonna get really controversial here can i is that okay oh, let's try i'm not let's sure try, if it is yeah all right see. so <laughs> there is a movement on Twitter to make sure that white males mm. don't who are saying usually negative things about Asian countries to talk about their Asian wives what? because they oftentimes use the fact that, well, I have an Asian wife mm. as cover for their racist attacks on Asian countries and their cultures. Oh, God. And so, like, it gets actually really complicated. Like, you're talking about uh, ethnicity because... If you're using, say you go online and you insult someone's heritage, but then you use gifts of their mm. ethnicity, we have, there's such, such a thing as cultural appropriation, but can there be ethnic appropriation? Yeah. If there is, where are the lines? And it's a very dangerous place. And so as a person who is, you know, I'm cautious, I generally stay away from anything yeah. that I even think is going to be a little controversial because things that you think may not be that controversial now, people might realize, oh, that is a line. Mm -hmm. and that, you have crossed the red line. In 10 years, it could people mm -hmm. could be looking through your posts and, whoa, what did you say? And like, and it could really affect you in the future. Yeah. So as far as deep fake, Taking Absolutely. it to that level. Yeah. I think it might be dangerous. Yeah. You mentioned, oh, I could use Denzel Washington as my profile pick. But should you? I mean, there's no right answer. You you may very well be right. I'm just I just wanted to make sure that we were outlined delineating the full complexity. Of oh, definitely. And I, I mean, I think there's always going to be a guideline on how a technology is going to be more widely available than mm -hmm. when it's in its development stage. Mm -hmm. And when it gets to the general public, I am Possible, pretty you're sure not a huge or I hope of... at least, you know, this doesn't lead to a internet war or something <laughs> that they will keep the part that is going to be able Choosing to cause actors, worldly you... danger or chaos <laughs> private still to the developers themselves but again with today's internet i'm really i'm really not sure <laughs> you're listening to the bridge But how would they feel? Is it appropriate? Can, yeah. Would you have to buy licenses? So would Tom Cruise have to say, you can copy me and put me into a movie? Would he be also okay with you putting yeah. Bruce Willis in his roles? And then would he have to sign a waiver? Yes, you can let other people take over my roles in movies. Or would he say, no, that's my art. That's who I am. You can't put a deep fake copy over me unless it's your own person or something like like this could get really complex. Of course. And the first group of people that are going to be affected are what we call casting managers. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you should cast anymore. We're just going to deep, deep fake their face into the movie. Exactly. And that's another reason. Can you just get someone who looks really a lot like uh, Tom Cruise? We just keep picking on you, Tom. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, get someone who looks a lot like Tom Cruise and then just enhance it just enough to make him look like Tom Cruise and then just 
put him in your movie. Is that okay? Or is he going to be able to sue because you're using his likeness? In what country does that work? And do or different yeah. laws are different? Yeah, it's so complex. People always say that important pol- political figures have their buddy doubles. You know that mm-hmm. it could never, it'll never be verified. We will never know whether it's true. I know there are people who have come out after the pol- political figure has stepped down, um, and someone else would come out and say that I've been this person's body double. But mm-hmm. there's no way for us to know, like whether they really are. And I guess if deep fake becomes something that could be choice, it'll, I, it, it'll probably be kept within the political circle i guess i mean because if you're talking about being like entertainment purposes we have i don't know if you have used those apps we have tried or my friends have tried Mm. um a couple of apps and they were super popular back in 2019 you could um they make little Mm -hmm. excerpts from tv shows or movies available as your material on their platform or on their app and you could upload a photo of yours and they will change the characters oh yeah sort of your face so you kind of look like yourself but you also don't look like yourself Mm. and then there will be like a short um video like quote-unquote you Mm. in that movie and people were sharing those really short clips and those clips are really short i think that they're like maybe five or five to ten seconds i I remember this this was i think it's a movie about memory i did this actually i did it a bunch of times i did my brother i did me i did my i did my wife (laughs) i did i actually started putting cartoon characters in there to see what would happen and like uh, drawings that i oh did that work work. i made it i had i had a drawing of my friend ian Mm. and i was really like super lifelike drawing that i had done years ago and i put it into this deep fake machine for this movie and like you know that they had the real actors in that part of the movie it's like five ten seconds long like yeah but then like the cartoonish drawing of him became like the the memory in this movie i'm sorry i can't remember the name of the movie it's (laughs) it's ironic that it's a movie about memory (laughs) yeah have you seen bill hater hater uh talking up like like al pacino and schwarzenegger where they this is really (laughs) you have to see this this is so funny because you're a comedian and this is all like yeah pure comedy He's sitting there doing um, impersonations of Schwarzenegger. He's like, get in the chopper and all that stuff. What they're doing, yeah. they do after the fact, someone takes this video of him like on Jimmy Fallon or whatever it is. Yeah. And they just the parts where he's talking like Schwarzenegger, his face morphs into Schwarzenegger. Oh so it's really creepy looking because suddenly he becomes Bill Hader again. And then suddenly he becomes Al Pacino. And then suddenly he becomes Bill Hader again. It's really like yeah. scary looking a little, but it also funny and really an interesting demonstration of how far they can bring the technology. Because sometimes you're convinced that like it looks exactly like Schwarzenegger. And then it's like, whoa, Spill Hater. <laughs> yeah, and definitely. Oh, I mean, that's the um, that's the same thing that, uh, what's his name? Kendrick Lamar did with his new music video. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. It's, mm. of course, it's, the lyrics are very, very inspiring, very deep. But the whole music video was just him standing in front of a red backdrop Mm -hmm. and uh, he starts the video singing to his own songs and as he starts using stories or make references about other celebrities he would kind of and you don't see the process of him morphing into the other person it's like without you realizing and when you do realize his face is already the other person saying the words Mm -hmm. that he wrote and when i first watched the video and i strongly encourage everybody to seek out that music video to watch because there's so many things that you could you could just dig really deep into I mm. thought I thought they filmed him um, rapping in front of camera, oh. and then I was like, "Wait!" Sometimes I was like, "Did he say the character? Did he did he say the lyrics wrong? Because his mm. mouth couldn't match the words." And then I realized later on 
that mm-hmm. part was also it was also generated it wasn't it wasn't i think at the beginning it was him but later on mm-hmm. in the in the in the music video because it's kind mm-hmm. of presented as a one shot there's no cuts at all they have to like put in his digital version there as well and it, it looks mostly 99 percent like him and you have to watch very closely to see the mismatch and also sometimes just sometimes you're like, oh, the eyes are a little bit weird. Like when his mouth moves, his eyes are still, it's still the same look. And that's not how real people really move their face or talk. But it's really interesting. And then he also got Kobe Bryant's face in his music video, where you see Kobe singing the lyrics, which is, I guess that is one thing I've seen Mm -hmm. ever since actually virtual reality become a thing. There have been experiments or or programs where they recruit people who have lost their loved ones and they use their image to bring their loved ones back to life. I watched some of those videos. Mm-hmm. Just watch it mm-hmm. at your own discretion because you would really cry. It's like a little creepy, but it really touches I'm you. a big crier, um, though, so I cry about everything. Every movie I go to see, even comedies, I'll find some scene where I end up crying. I watch Douyin and I cry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Alex. Okay, you beat me. I'm sorry. You win You win that battle. Yeah, so I guess I guess this technology, the one really good application I could think of is mm-hmm. for people who really... One thing about this technology for people that I could mm-hmm. think of right now is to bring back their loved ones just wow. temporarily. That is a whole ethical you know? thing. I, I'm not even prepared to touch that. Wow, that sounds complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not in a way of Black Mirror, you know, that episode of Black Mirror where they rebuild a person with all of their mm-hmm. social media memories and learn how that person could talk not in that way but you know if you for example if you didn't get to see your grandpa or anyone who has passed away you didn't get to see them Mm. before they leave this world if there is a way of just giving you two three minutes to see them again and say the things you want to say to them well actually that's something that happens in a you know i watch too many movies because everything is a movie reference for me you're listening to the bridge Have you played with some of the technology that exists to make fake pictures? As in photoshopping my face? <laughs> they, they have, uh, you can go and make your own deep fakes. There's Deep Face Lab and Deep App where you can actually start doing this at home. Yes. So if you want to, for our listeners who are really interested in this technology, yeah. to go start messing with yourself, you can actually go to Deep Face Lab today and go and start seeing about making copies of yourself and getting this to say things that you wouldn't necessarily say. Yeah. You can actually start messing with this technology for yourself. Can I make myself stand next to Jesse Williams? You know, I think you food? could probably, what are those wax museums? You could just go to one of those wax museums. Yeah. I'm sure Tom, I, Tom Cruise is it's in Beijing. Madame Tao Sons is in Tianmen. Tianmen. And you can go there and I think it's really expensive. It's like 300 a person or something like that. But you go in and there's Tom Cruise and like every famous celebrity that is like really pop today. And you can go and stand next to them today You know that with no computer. The scenarios that I like the most is when the real celebrity goes to those places and pose instead of the statue they pose there as pretending to be oh, really i've never oh that's crazy and then the, the you know the visitors who come over and take a picture next to what they thought was the wax uh statue and then they start moving and talk <laughs> and it scared the heck out can of i people. see that selfie yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes that's exactly that's can actually, you send that to me <laughs> that's actually what they say that's actually what they said quite a feel of them actually so. i saw that they did that as a promotion when you go into the pirates of the caribbean and ride in Los Angeles or Florida, <gasps> there's a part where they have an actor playing Captain Jack Sparrow. I think that's his yes. name. And one of the times, like I'm guessing this was in his contract when he signed for the movie, was to do like one day of it. He's actually there and it's him. Oh my God. And you can tell instantly people know that's not an actor. And can they? 
people are going crazy in the boats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They I I feel like I wouldn't be able to tell because I was <laughs> no because I was when I was traveling in the UK and the US. You see Johnny Depp like Jack Sparrow's impersonators a million times, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, you know, you get the costume down, you get the hair down, you got the smoky eye makeup down, and then you pretty much look like Johnny Depp. And then you kind of have to <laughs> like swagger like you're a little drunk. Yeah, and then they do that <laughs> yeah. pretty well, which I think is probably also partially reality. Well, you know, it's interesting because in the 1980s they had a uh, a character on MTV played by a man who was meant to look like a digital avatar from the future. Mm. And now, here's 30, 40 years later, wow. And um, now we're actually getting to the point where these digital avatars are very real experience, especially for Generation Z who are actually invested in these digital celebrities. That is all the time we have, but I do really want to encourage our listeners to send us emails. Let us know what avatar you would want to be, mm. or if you would, what movie you would want to be every character in or the main character in or anything that you think is interesting about this episode we want to hear your thoughts and ideas on the bridge okay it's always lovely talking to you and i love this deep and thought-provoking topic that we cover Mm, me too it's really interesting all right see you next next time. time